Welcome to the Asian Soup Podcast. I'm Ju- <laughs> I'm Jules. And I'm Rox. And this is episode two. <laughs> episode two, yeah. Episode How two. does it feel? Feels good. It feels like we've recorded five episodes because we had some technical difficulties, but we don't we won't go there because we've done think, it all. No, I think we should go there a little, bit, a little okay, bit. Okay, okay, okay. It's kind of funny. Okay, you go. <laughs> okay, so oh we this is like our like fifth episode or something like yep, that we're yep. recording. So we recorded episode two and then we recorded episode three like a few days ago. And then I accidentally deleted episode two's files. So no, the the video files. Yeah, the video files. And then I was like, shit, rocks. We need to like record again. So we recorded the episode two uh, video again mm-hmm. today. <laughs> and then we realized that it wasn't recording. Well, my mic wasn't picking up sound. Is it yeah. picking up sound now? I really hope so because there's like only two lines here. Usually there's three, but then I tested it before. So testing, testing. I think it is recording. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> trust. So so yeah, she and then we lost our audio today because I I don't know I pressed the wrong button or something or um I don't know. So, so this so is our third time trying to record this episode. So it's definitely going to be a bit different because we did this thing where we went through all our kind of jobs from post high school to mm-hmm. now yeah, or, or just before now. So pretty much our whole 20s. But right now we're going to like pivot, change, and it's going to be about our main career transitions. Yeah. Because that's what we have in common and mm-hmm. that's how we got together in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just realized that we can't talk about the same thing a third time. <laughs> so we thought we need to yeah. <laughs> talk focus about something it. a little bit yeah. different and focus it on the transitions, which I yeah. think will be really, really interesting. Yeah. Because career transitions, they're not easy. Yeah. Yeah. They're well, scary. They're really scary. And I feel like, you know, anyone who's watching this video they could be going through a transition themselves right now yeah or thinking about it like thinking Mm -hmm. about making the jump yeah so hopefully this episode can give you a little bit of not just insight but like you know courage courage and some warm and fuzzy feelings yeah and you won't feel so alone that oh no like you know can i do this new thing yeah you totally can if you really want to um so yeah yeah well, let's start with you because <laughs> I think what you, what you what you did is really cool. What? Huh? I think yeah. what you did is really cool too. Because you did fashion and I feel like fashion is like that kind of job that a lot of girls and yeah. guys yeah. dream of doing. Making clothes, <laughs> yeah, you know, making beautiful designs and yeah. there's a lot of movies about fashion design. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely like one of those professions that are like, oh wow, you do fashion. Yeah, um, it's it's that kind of like, oh, it feels like that. Maybe yeah, you, you definitely know? will get a reaction. Yeah, um, um, if you told someone you're a fashion designer, like, oh, yeah, that's, that's cool. cool. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Like, um, so yeah, I I studied fashion and international studies at UTS, and then I 
had the vision of wanting to be a designer and my first job out of uni was um, a design assistant at Seduce and that used to be like a party dress shop um, uh, in Sydney, Australia. It was pretty big Um, and we would design bi-monthly ranges and um, it's pretty crazy because I had three different designers on top of me at the time like leave the company and then there'd be a new one coming in and I was just this this assistant and I'm like okay in a short space of time yeah it was just a high turnover rate at that company good sign yeah that's not a good sign so um yeah that was really interesting um I learned a lot like about you know making tech packs um doing CAD drawings preparing things sampling um and yeah, it was definitely still like, oh, well, you know, at least I got my foot in the door and I was really appreciative of that. And then I worked after that as a small designer in a smaller company. And with that one, I got to go to China and we went the fabric sourcing and um, met our um, kind of factories and worked with those people. And that was pretty cool to like travel for work at being pretty young um, and then learning, you know, kind of just learning to run a whole brand or design for a whole brand from scratch, like from start to finish and do the photo shoots, mm. um, you know, manage interns, um, choose fabrics, prints, work with the bosses yeah. directly, present your range, um, do mood boards. Like it, it was very creative, like it was fun. Um, but at the time, for some reason, I like freaked out and I was like, this is not what I thought it would be. <laughs> but <laughs> that's crazy because everything that you just said, it's it, like, oh my God, well, that, that sounds like the so dream, right? fun. Yeah, like yeah. it's creative, like, oh my yeah. God, sourcing materials, yeah, you get yeah, to go yeah. to China. So yeah. It doesn't make sense that you didn't want to do it. I know. Well, it was pretty tough. Like I worked a lot of hours um being in fashion and at that kind of brand it was pretty much fast fashion um I wasn't really happy with what I designed like I wasn't you know it's quite a day-to-day dress or very simple stuff um with a print or something for me it wasn't that pure design creativity like you can do whatever you want because at the end of the day you need to make something that sells and um, think about the customer and who made the calls was the boss and marketing mm. manager and a branding manager. And I just thought, wow, like I want to call the shots. Like, so was there like <laughs> an experience there where you were like, you put a lot of work and like, yeah, yeah. like oh, this is so cool. I'm yeah. proud of this. And then did you get yeah. shut down or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. I, I got shut down a lot. Really? And then I think at the time when I wanted to transition – there were a lot of my fashion friends or even my old colleagues at work, they were like, oh, don't let it beat you down. Like you can keep going in fashion if you want to. Like you, you, you're a good designer, keep going, you'll be fine. Like I think a lot of people were worried that I was giving up on my dream. Like and a little bit of it was it felt like that. Do you know what I mean? Like my dream was to be a fashion designer. Yeah. Of, like, yeah. you know, and like my original – I always wanted to work overseas in fashion. So I always wanted, oh, maybe I can take this to New York, London or Paris or 
Hong Kong as a designer. And then I just kept getting, I, maybe I felt getting, yeah, beaten down or whatever. But then I just lost that fire for mm. design because what I was designing, I didn't feel very inspired. It was, it might be like, oh, you know, let's do this top yeah. for next season. It did really well last time, but let's just change up the print a bit or let's just change the fabric or how can we make it? How can you find another fabric that's cheaper than this so we can mm. make a higher margin on it or so yeah. something like that? It's it's very, um, it becomes very technical and very repetitive in a different way, but like, I don't know. I just lost my love for it, which is kind of sad because, yeah, I just was less interested in it. But I have friends who are still doing really well and have grown in that fashion design kind of career and they're doing great and they still love it, you mm. know. And that that's the key. It's like I just kind of fell out of it. And mm -hmm. my heart was like going into this marketing business kind of idea because I was like maybe I need to learn the business side of fashion maybe I'll be better at that or um I want to learn about how I can actually build a brand like mm. that won't hurt right because yeah so that's that's why <laughs> I went back to uni and I did a master's of commerce and um yeah that's what I did and then I went to Hong Kong um the yeah. master's degree yeah so you <laughs> did you did you didn't ma I, I keep bringing this up <laughs> that time but I think it's crazy that you did a master's degree it requires a lot of it's a huge decision to make yeah. and doing something in commerce that's pretty drastic <laughs> from fashion from fashion yeah um, what was your thinking there my thinking there was like commerce is so broad that I could apply this to anything and if I do marketing like because I wasn't really interested in finance I wasn't interested in accounting I wasn't that interested in I was a little bit interested in data but I wasn't passionate about it enough I thought marketing like I could still create campaigns like there's still creativity mm. in marketing and I thought that was still pretty cool mm. and um yeah, I was really looking into marketing roles in or outside of fashion. And um, for some reason at the time, I thought a master's degree would help. Yeah. Um, and to some degree, obviously it did because it helped me transition. <laughs> it helped me transition <laughs> even though it was my third degree. I probably didn't need it. I could have probably done a, short, a shorter course at a college somewhere or actually just get work experience like what I'm saying is you don't have to do a master's degree nowadays to pivot. nowadays nowadays but yeah. back then it we didn't have things like that's true. general assembly yeah and that's true all those youtube videos that's true <laughs> <laughs> all those youtube videos <laughs> like that's one. true <laughs> that's true mm -hmm. um so yeah that was like my way or to kind of pivot mm -hmm. and um it was scary yeah like it was scary to actually quit and, you know, go back to getting a casual retail job. Um, 
studying full time, working Saturdays at like this wedding boutique I was working at, um, get doing like kind of uni projects or extra programs. Like I did this QLC quarter life crisis program, which was this remote internship. So they matched me with a Singaporean brand company and I we did like an internship project with them. So it was really cool to, that startups were just starting to build mm. and, you know, anyone could work remotely. Like, you know, you don't have to be in that country. Like you can work with someone in Asia, like from home or whatever. Um, but yeah, after I graduated, um, I went to Hong Kong and I was working for the startup Quarter Life Crisis and we went to Shanghai Um Shout out to my old boss, like Will and Faye. So <laughs> I'm saying this for the third time, but Will ha- was suggesting this lighting. So thanks, Will. Um, but they were really cool. Like they came from a consulting background actually and they started this new startup. And um, they're all for professional learning. Like even though you're already in your career, people in their career still want to learn and upskill, right? So they kind of have this platform called New Campus. I'm going to insert it here. Um, and they, yeah, they're, they're doing really well and they're really inspiring and they're still doing their startups. So, yeah, it's really exciting to see what they come out with and how they kind of, you know, drive new ways of working, not just the traditional route, Um, so it was really cool working for them and we got to go to Shanghai and do an accelerator program. Um, and yeah, at the time I like moved to Hong Kong. (laughs) I feel like I'm talking so much about my one now. (laughs) So then, um, yeah, the reason why I moved to Hong Kong was because Mm. I was born there and I felt like, you know, I had relatives there. It was a relatively like easy transition to move to somewhere where I've been a lot and um it was quite familiar to me so it wasn't as scary and my parents felt like oh you know you have family there like you know they were pretty supportive of me moving um and yeah so when I got there I felt like oh maybe I should look for a proper digital marketing role on the ground like in Hong Kong to start building my career there And I found one sooner than I thought at um, this streetwear label and they had um, brick and mortar as well and they had Mm. online. Okay, so you you got a job Mm -hmm. in digital marketing. Yeah. And was that your first job in digital marketing? No. So for New Campus, I was a growth growth um marketing coordinator or something like that right so that was like you got a lot of experience through that and then I did a bit of marketing and branding with the wedding wedding role as well okay yeah on the side Mm -hmm. on the side (laughs) and then and then when I moved to Hong Kong my first like full-time in the office role Mm -hmm. was at yeah at the streetwear label Mm -hmm. there and um yeah, I learned so much there. Like we did EDMs, we did like pop-up stores, pop-up events. We had like, I don't know, sneaker raffles, lineups. Like I didn't so even know anything cool. about sneakers. I was like, why is this even cool? Why are people reselling stuff? Why can't we post this in time? Like mm-hmm. on this day, like 
it was it was a whole different world to me yeah it's huge and people care so much about sneakers oh my god yeah it's insane so much and they spend so So much much. money it's crazy yeah and so yeah i really value that experience i got to like go on shoots so i already had experience on shoots so i got to do that i got to like touch on working on the e-commerce site um running promos like we just think okay like it's cyber monday let's do something and like my managers at the time were really supportive um i met my best friend there like i met kendra there and she was working as a designer there so that's where kin started on the side when i was working there so yeah it's quite special that i had that job so i'm thankful for it um and then yeah i worked there for almost two years and then i thought okay what else do i want from hong kong like what else am i missing in my like experience and i thought okay i'm missing some bigger corporate bigger brand fashion brand experience so i was keeping my eye out and i landed the job at ralph and i was like an e-commerce production coordinator there Mm -hmm. um so i did a lot of like the project management or the general day-to-day for the China website. So I had to speak like really bad Mandarin like <laughs> every week, like running those meetings. And, uh, it's like so embarrassing. Every I would dread every Monday, I, like every Sunday I'd be like, oh my God, I need to run that meeting tomorrow. And my Mandarin is so bad. You can it, only write your name in Mandarin, right? No, I can write my name, but I had to speak it. Yeah. Like speaking, I'm not that good, yeah. but people could still understand me. Like I yeah. think I improved at the time, but mm-hmm. I'm still not great. Like mm-hmm. I can't say that I can speak it really well, but mm-hmm. I can get by in a meeting. Yeah. But half of it would be English anyway, because <laughs> the campaigns like are all in English. Um, but it was a really great experience. Like I worked there for two and a half years before I moved back. Um but it's really weird that I wanted to be a designer and then I thought, oh, maybe I'll be like head of marketing somewhere one day or maybe I'll just be an e-commerce manager one day. Like mm-hmm. I, I feel like every part or every different job, I wasn't sure where I'd go, but I still did have some kind of direction. So when you're picking like your next thing, <laughs> where do you like what's your process do you do some research do you because you Mm -hmm. don't really know what the job is going to be like yeah and we don't have there's no like book where you can (laughs) every job is listed with you know the salary and like the perks and the cons like it's a pretty intense process to figure out what's out there and what's suited to you yeah how did you sort of know what was the next thing and also it sounds like you found oh there's too many questions let me start there oh how do I start so so when I had the quarter life crisis and I was like oh my god Mm. I don't want to I want to try like business side of fashion I did a lot of research in terms of like reading business of fashion that website like that media outlet online and I stalked like stalking that's key yeah I stalked people like oh, you know, CMO of Calvin Klein. And then I'd look at their background and I'd look at like what they did or what training they had, what education they had, or 
um, what other companies they came from. And then it was really interesting because there was someone working in the head of marketing or something. Like these are really huge people that like I'm not going to be one day, but like it still gave me some kind of like direction or like, oh, it's interesting. So there was someone like a head of Burberry marketing or something at the time Mm. and they had come from Apple. So, and then at the time, Burberry at the time was like one of the brands that was leading in digital in fashion. And I thought that's really cool. Like that, that fashion and someone with a digital Apple background in marketing went to Burberry Mm. and then, you know, the rise of like digital and campaign and e-commerce, like I thought it was a really cool place to be in and learn about. Yeah while still being in fashion um so yeah I kind of like went from there stalked stalked a lot of people um but I was kind of too scared to reach out to people to talk I feel like nowadays people reach out to talk more um LinkedIn wasn't that big yet um but it it was still around um what else would I do I'd look up just like job titles and you know job search and I just start applying and see yeah. what would happen. Would you look at the companies and then look at the positions mm-hmm. or were you looking at the positions first? Mm. Actually did a bit of both yeah. because, you know, sometimes when you look at a role, you don't even realise that there's this company and then you mm. realise, oh, what does this company do? What yeah. are that, that? What's that company's competitors? Yeah. And then you, you're like, oh, I didn't even know these companies existed, but mm. they have these kinds of roles. So it just keeps expanding. Um, or if you see someone from that company, where did they work before that? So, yeah, that all kind of, you know, yeah, <laughs> ad- yeah. adds up. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Sounds yeah. like you did a lot of research. <laughs> Yeah, because we didn't even touch on that before. <laughs> I guess that's kind of helpful. Because yeah, I did wonder, like, how did you always know what the next thing that you wanted to I do? I didn't. I didn't. Well, you, like, you I didn't had really kind of know, idea. but you had an idea. I had an idea, but mm. then I wouldn't really know until, like, yeah, doing more research and stalking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. And my other question was going to be, like, you know, you've. it sounds like you've jumped around a little bit yeah but it does feel like you always found something really quickly like even get work getting that accelerator program job yeah yeah that's pretty hard like I know you had your master's degree but you got that first job into Mm -hmm. marketing pretty quickly yeah how did you do that so that was pretty lucky because like I kind of knew Will and I kind of knew Will and Faye like they were a year above me and they went to another school but um yeah we kind of knew of each other I think and so it was kind of easy to I did the program first so that was not paid and I think through there we connected and um I don't I think I'm just lucky I don't know I keep I'm always doing something yeah yeah I'm always I'm always doing something and I always like just try and Mm. and I'm the I don't know I'm not the type who's very focused in my applications like sometimes I'm focused but I have gotten so many rejections you won't even believe are you one of those people who have one resume and you just apply it to like 20 jobs sometimes Mm. but then and then I'll have like a more focused day where Mm. 
I'll do the proper cover letters, but yeah. I need, I'll like, I'll just be like, yeah, I think I could do that. Maybe like, why not? It doesn't hurt to me. I'm mm. like, doesn't hurt. Just do it. Just apply. Just do it. Yeah. Just do it. And then, but I've gotten so many rejections. Like yeah. for me, I think it takes hundreds of applications till you can get anywhere. Yeah. But I think some people are like, if you spend time for a more focused application, that's yeah. also a good way to go about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Um, I've gotten a lot of rejections as yeah. well. I think you said that you're lucky, yeah. but I do feel like you create the luck too because yeah. you've done so many internships. I think you did like, <laughs> how many internships? Like five or something like that. Like yeah. all those fashion ones. Like how many yeah. unpaid internships did you do? <clears throat> yeah, at least five. At least five, right? Yeah. yeah. So you're, you're, <laughs> you're a doer. Like you just put yourself out there and even the, you, you yeah. know like the experience is valuable mm-hmm. and even like that program that you did. You yeah. did that as well. Yeah. So you create opportunities yeah. for luck to happen. Yeah. There's a lot of free stuff, extracurricular stuff out there. And I don't even think I do that much, but there's still a lot out there that um, even now I was doing like some mentoring thing outside of work, like with my old uni. So there's always different things you can do um, or even volunteering or yeah. yeah. You're always I need doing to do something. more volunteering. We should do more volunteering. We should do something together. We should. Well, <laughs> not we, I mean, not we should. We could. We could. We could. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. But um yeah, and I'm also like sometimes I wish I took a bit more time to find something mm. uh that's more suited to me because sometimes I'm like maybe it's like I'm scared of, you know, being unemployed or having that downtime that I might just jump onto the next thing, even though it might not be like the best thing at the time, or I might say yes too quickly to something. So um, I think it's good to kind of be picky as well. Like Mm -hmm. I think the older I get, I'm more like, oh, it's important to be picky and assess what you actually want. Yeah. Yeah. Would you say that you're impatient? Yes. (laughs) I'm, I'm so <laughs> impatient. Like I, I think when I was in my twenties, in particularly, I was so impatient. I always thought, "How am I going to get to the next step?" But it just takes work. Like if I could talk to myself back mm. then, I'd be like, "Chill out. Like just keep doing what you're doing, mm. and you'll be fine." Like yeah, yeah, yeah. How about you? <laughs> Okay. Because you've done a few different things as yeah. well. So I guess for me, the transition, I've transitioned quite a few times. Mm-hmm. And I'm really glad that we're talking about this topic, yeah. um, about the transition, because I feel like it's it was something that was really hard for me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the feeling of being, feeling behind mm-hmm. and that I've wasted time, like those things yeah. come up. Yeah, like, and, and especially when you c- compare yourself to others or something, and you're like, wow, they're like already a manager or something like that, or they're already, you know, done something else. And, but yeah, that doesn't help. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's also like LinkedIn as well. Because yeah. before LinkedIn, people didn't really know the titles yeah, that well, true, right? True. But then LinkedIn, like, the screams everyone's yeah. titles, and yeah. that becomes your identity. Yeah. And I think that sort of bothered me too yeah yeah um but yeah like going back Mm -hmm. uh i studied film 
in high school and I also did international studies. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just didn't know what I really wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But I remember like in high school, I edited one video <laughs> and it was so fun. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. Yeah. Because cool. that was the only time when I felt really excited. Like, this is yeah. really, really cool. Yeah. And in high school as well, I used to always create videos from yeah. my 3G flip phone, like LG oh, flip phone. So cool. It had like a <laughs> pause button and yeah. I would like make little transitions, like we'll pretend to like disappear and stuff like that. <laughs> Back then and yeah. Yeah. And I would make like music videos. I made... My, all my high school friends like lip sync and Aww. do crazy weird stuff. That's so cool. And I never like I just thought that's me, mm-hmm. and I didn't really think anything of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now when I look back, I'm like, wow, I I enjoyed making content. Like, yeah, I had so much fun doing that. Yeah, but yeah, back then it was just like, it was just a fun thing. Yeah, and I thought, okay, well, I do. You know, I made this video using iMovie. I had so much fun. It's something that I wanted to stay up all night for. I must want to study film. Yeah, yeah. And that just makes sense. Yeah, like, yeah. You actually want liked doing that. Yeah. So it does make sense. Yeah. yeah. And I know that a lot of my friends around me at the time, they were studying law, mm, commerce. A lot of my friends, like a lot of people around me were studying commerce. I don't know about you, but was that the same for you? A lot, a lot. Yeah. I think a lot commerce. My my friends are also really smart. So you guys inspire me. But I also felt like you guys are also smart. But I felt like I was not I was like the one who was never doing anything like the proper way. Because right. I was doing fashion. I was gonna ask you that as well. I was like doing did fashion you feel and my like, friends were doing like engineering mm, and like health. Did that ever scare you that you were doing something a little bit different? Um <laughs> I was about to eat this. I'm like oh. um yeah, yeah. I, I felt like I felt like I wasn't taking a safe option. It was a bit risky, you Yeah, reckon? and and I felt like and also now I feel like I'm not really making a difference. Difference? What do you mean by difference? <laughs> Cuz I I have friends who are like doctors and oh. engineers and like um researchers health and mm. like they're doing very meaningful work. Right. That is that impacts like people's lives. Do you know what I mean? Like in a different way, like in a like yeah, they're yeah, actually yeah. you know changing things. Yeah, yeah. So I sometimes I was like, oh, and I'm just I'm just selling clothes, or even yeah. if I was doing marketing or e-commerce, I'm just selling stuff to people. I'm like, what am I doing? Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, do you feel that? Yeah, I felt like. I was doing something really different and I also went to like a different uni to all my friends as well. Mm. So I felt really like confused at mm. uni and I was mm. just like, is this the right thing for me? Mm. And I haven't said this to you yet, but I felt super out of place at uni because it's mm-hmm. a comms degree. Yeah. Communications degree. Yeah. I've never felt so out of place actually. Why? Yeah. Why? I mean, there were some Asians there, yeah. but I just felt like, this is what am I doing? Like mm. we had so many essays, so many presentations, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, I hated doing essays <laughs> in high school. Yeah, I hated it. Like, why am I all? Why am I only writing essays right now? I mean, there was yeah. the practical side. Yeah, but even the practical side scared me. Like learning yeah. about like the lights and cameras yeah. and mics. Like, I'm just like, this is so technical Mikes. for me. <laughs> it's very important. It is important <laughs> to know the technical <laughs> stuff, guys. But it was really not mm-hmm. in- interesting for me mm-hmm. it was i think it was maybe too th- theoretical 
Oh, yep, yep, yep. And I just thought, I don't know, I I thought I wanted to do it, but when I actually did the course, I didn't want to do it. <laughs> but then because I, I don't know why, but I told myself, like, this is really hard for me, mm-hmm. but I'm going to finish this course. I don't know yeah. why, but I promised myself that I'm going to finish this course, even mm-hmm. though I really didn't like it. Yeah, because like a lot of people don't like something and then they change their degree. Like yeah. after first year, yeah. they might change and do something, yeah. some other degree. But you, you just stuck it out. I don't know why. But I feel like you do like the course. Like you do like yeah. media and like you do like film. Yeah. I mean, was I it, do yeah. like it and I was just really confused, but I didn't put too much thought into it mm-hmm. because at the time I You're was working. working as well. Mm-hmm. So while I was at uni, my parents had bought, decided to buy a cafe mm-hmm. and they have their own businesses like very small businesses but they've never done a food cafe before mm-hmm. i mean food business before mm-hmm. it was exciting for me because yeah. it's like cool like mm-hmm. we're gonna make you know i've always wanted to be a chef like this is so exciting yeah and i started working there and that was my first job some of my friends came and worked with us yeah it was really fun but it started getting really tough like yeah. the hours are getting really really hard uh eight from eight 7 a.m. to like 10 p.m. Mm, and then really I would sleep at like midnight and I wake up at like really early and I remember we had like a lot of outdoor seating yeah and I would have to like drag the tables and chairs there was so many heavy? tables and chairs it was oh, heavy oh my gosh so where in the was morning, this what suburb in like northern suburbs oh no oh. like north shore north oh shore area gosh. yeah yeah and honestly, that it's location tiring. right now is a dud. That place, really? nothing does well there. Oh, really? Even though the rent is super high. Yeah. So we, it was just a really bad business decision, <laughs> like looking back at it now. Yeah. And yeah, I just felt, I had this like duty that I had to like work there. Yeah. And I was working like six days, seven days, like mm-hmm. sometimes 12 hour shifts. Sometimes I would do like back to back to back to back. And oh I would be so tired and also do my assignments, like my uni degree that I hated at the oh time gosh, on top. That's so hard. So it was like You're super, in this like hard work phase. I was like, it was a big shock for me. I was and like, you is didn't this really what, have time to think about what you wanted to I do. I didn't. It was more like oh, just get it surviving done. the next day. Yeah. And it was a real big shock for me because working with my family was really hard too. My dad would like get angry at me and he never used to get angry at me, but then he would get angry at me. I'm like, oh my gosh, is this Excuse what work me. is like? But now I look back and I'm like, that's very unprofessional. <laughs> and it and was just, easy to get mad at family it sometimes. Is. Yeah. yeah, don't work with family if you can, <laughs> if you can avoid it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so I, I, I didn't really think about my career too much mm-hmm. and I thought, I don't know. I just didn't. It's almost like what was wrong with me? Like, no. why did I not think about it? I think I just always had this trust, like everything was going to work out. Yeah. And yeah. And then I, that we in the end, we sold that cafe. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was like a huge relief. And that was a bit of a hard time for my family. Yeah. Because it was hard, like trying to, you know, run this cafe and all this yeah. stuff. Yeah. And then. I finished my degree and I think I wanted to do like I oh I did an internship like on a 
yeah. I did an internship. On the set. Yeah, TV set. Yeah. And that was really interesting. It was cool. Like there were so many people there, free food, catered meals and everything. Mm -hmm. And I was part of the arts department where I could like decorate or not me so much, but like, you know, set design Mm -hmm. and there was like a scene for That's really cool. school formal. So we had to buy all these decorations mm-hmm. and I had to go like source all these instruments because we had like a music room scene yeah. and all this stuff. So it was really cool to That's see so things cool. come together. Yeah. However, I just felt like it wasn't something that I really wanted to do mm-hmm. because at that time, like TV yeah. and movies – um, was like the only thing that I could really do coming out of like a, you know, a film degree. Yeah. And it's changed a lot now because it, a lot of it's digital now. Yeah. But back then it was like, I felt like this, I was very limited mm-hmm. and, you know, the, everyone was super nice working on that set. Yeah. I felt like I like stood out though. Like I was the only person with black hair, yeah, black eyes. And I felt yeah. like wow, I don't know. Everyone's super nice, but I just don't belong here. Well, that's kind of sad. Kind of like my degree. I was like, I don't belong here. Uh, and I'm like, I can't do this. I did think about like, maybe I need to go to Korea and learn film there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and work for a TV show. Because yeah. at that time I was watching a lot of Korean dramas <laughs> yeah. and variety shows. Yeah. thought, is that what I want to do? But I also knew that the work culture was like really bad there. Like Koreans oh, work really? to really late and... I oh, knew wow. that that wouldn't be it's for such me. Such an Asia thing, don't you think? Like, yeah, totally. Work. Why? Yeah, I don't know. So weird. It's really. It's not. It's not healthy. It's not healthy. Yeah, and then I was like, okay, well, TV, and yeah, that's not really for me. Um, and the cafe thing. Oh, I was working at a lot of cafes. Yeah. Um, at the time as well, like so. After my parents saw that cafe, I was working at a bunch of other cafes, mm-hmm. and I got really like passionate about that. Because yeah. I love food. Yeah. I love people. I love working in a team environment. Yeah. And I love seeing like a business grow. Yeah. So I was like getting really obsessed with like cafe operations for some reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I loved like tr- um, solving problems. Yeah. So anytime there's like a problem at the cafe, like for mm-hmm. example, there was a complaint and that person – that employee didn't know what to do Mm -hmm. it's like well what can we do so they know what to do yeah then i'm like okay well we need to have supervisors because there's no super there's no like system here so we introduce it or i introduce supervisors and then from there it's like well what what responsibilities do the supervisors have yeah well they could either escalate to the manager or they could do i don't know they can um maybe we i can write up like something in the manual and say like so they can memorize a speech. Yeah, yeah. So at least they have something That's there. That's so, such a you thing to do, like <laughs> doing the training manuals and oh, getting yeah. it all organized. I would like stay up till like the a.m. <laughs> oh my god! Creating like checklists, like opening checklists. Mm-hmm. Like okay, for any of those yeah. people who used to work with me, I am very <laughs> sorry that I made you do so many checklists. But I was like a bit crazy about it. It's good to have um, a system. Though. Yeah, like it makes things easier. Like it's clear. Like, you're just trying to make it clear so things go smoothly yeah. as possible. As yeah. smoothly as possible. Yeah, yeah, smoothly as possible. And also, for me, scalability was really important. <laughs> okay. So, like, if 
the one of the cafes I was working for was mm-hmm. like opening multiple chains. Yeah. So oh, that's hard. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, well, how can we? I was faced with problems like, how can we open five shops in one week? Yeah. Well, yeah. Then I'm like, okay, well, we need training manuals, and the mm-hmm. supervisors from this cafe needs to go out. Mm-hmm. And they need it. I can't train everyone yeah. now. They I, need to train. Yeah. So yeah. I need to come up with a way to, mm-hmm. so I can train what I want to train, but through other people. Yeah. Yeah. What do I need to do to do that? Yeah. need a training manual. Yeah. So I created a lot of training manuals, like checklists yeah. and um, even food, like took yeah. lots of photos of food, put them up. I was obsessed with laminating. Yeah. <laughs> Everything had to be laminated. <laughs> Put this it is how it should look like, guys. Yeah. Don't send it out unless it looks like this. Yeah. Because yeah. um, a lot of the staff were like high schoolers. So yeah. you want to make it super, super clear so that anyone can come in, learn, especially yeah. in hospitality when the yeah. turnover is so high. Yeah. And yeah, so I just like was really like into it and it was super fun to see mm-hmm. these things that I created mm-hmm. work. Yeah. And the people that I work with, my teams, they loved it. They're like, yeah. oh my so God, helpful. it's so much better. Yeah. Like, and stuff like that and I felt that was really rewarding yeah and so the next sort of step for me was like okay well I probably want to open a cafe oh you know yeah. like I want to do this that's yeah. like the next step did well, you ever think of like your cafe names yeah 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 are you gonna can you mm. share oh no so they, for later uh, well one of, them, one of them one of them was pepper gray oh that's like yeah your doggy yeah um, Pepper Gray, but I ended up using that name for some another project. Yeah, yeah. my website, yeah, website. peppergray.com If you want to check it out, yeah. um, I still need to meet Pepper. Oh my god, you have a, yeah. oh, I was thinking of bringing her today. Yeah, uh, I want to meet her. Um, so what was I? What was I up to? I was saying manuals, manuals, scalability. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then I wanted to open my own shop, mm. and yeah, so that's sort of like where I was heading. I yeah. was like going hard. Anyone who knew me knew that. I wanted to open up a shop. Yeah. I wanted, that was a clear vision then. It was it was yeah. a clear vision. Yeah. And I knew I wanted to do that like mm-hmm. so badly. Like yeah. I knew I could do it. Yeah. I just knew <laughs> I just knew you I could can, do it. You can if you want I to. Can. Like, and, I yeah, can. Yeah, you can. But what I realized is that if you want to open up a shop, yeah. you need money. Yeah. You need capital yeah. and a lot of it as well because yeah. you need enough money yeah. as a buffer if yeah. it doesn't go well. Because yeah. I learned from experience with my parents' cafe. Yeah. So, yeah, I was like, I even talked to like some in- people who wanted to invest in us. Yeah. And that's when I sort of like understood a little bit about investing. Yeah. But I didn't get it. It's like, why would they make money when I'm working this hard, but just because they're putting money? <laughs> like, I couldn't justify that. Yeah, yeah. So you want to be the sole owner, but that's also hard because... Yeah. You don't you have need the capital. capital. Yeah. yeah. So it's like. Or you could borrow money from the bank, but then that's also risk. Risk because you're in debt. And yeah. Leases are also like two, three years long or something yeah. for a shop. Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah. So there were like lots of risks and yeah, uh, yeah I just couldn't justify it. And I mean, it maybe yeah. if like the profit margins were super, super high, yeah. then it's like, oh, at least I know I could get yeah. this much, even yeah. if it's like if I own 10%. Yeah. But in a cafe, you don't, you're yeah. not left with like that much yeah. even though people say like oh coffee's so cheap but then it's like yeah coffee's cheap but you still need seat, manpower that seat yeah. that you're sitting on it's like it's not you're cheap. costing me that's <laughs> get out <laughs> it's so true i'm gonna turn this table over yeah and then also it's like um oh, what was i gonna say <laughs> <laughs> but like 
Because if you open up a cafe, it's not just about like the cost of opening. It's also like the cost of keeping it running, running. for a long time. Like, you know, yeah. before you, you know, break even or whatever. Yeah, the um, outgoing. So, I mean, yeah. you've got the fit out. So you've got to yeah. make back the fit out money. Yeah. yeah. And then on top of that, you've got um, outgoing. So you've yeah. got tax. You've got to pay the water bill. You've yeah, got to yeah. pay stuff yeah. it's a big course. it's a big thing like having your own cafe it's or, really big or like restaurant hospitality is not easy yeah um and also lucky you didn't do it at the time because of covid like, oh yeah 100 percent. good timing so yeah. you never know you might go back to it later on yeah um and you've already done all of that research so maybe yeah. in the future you'll be more ready yeah i mean i was i'm hoping one day i will open something mm-hmm but I do feel like a part of that dream has been lived out because mm-hmm. I did ramen parties, oh, yeah. which is like um, these dinner parties that me and my mm-hmm. partner used to throw. I mean, because I couldn't open up a shop, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm just wondering like how to tell this story because it could, there's so many there's things. So many things. There's so ramen many party things. deserves its own like episode one day because you actually got the recipe from Japan. Yeah um yeah let's yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll save that for like another episode um so we had this recipe and we were like just cooking for our friends and then eventually we started making for other people and mm-hmm. then the word got out and then we just started like inviting all these people to our house mm-hmm. and throwing these like ramen parties mm-hmm. and you know Ryder was like grinding as well because he was actually working such a cool idea that's not it feels very exclusive because you can't just go to a store to yeah. get it. It's like private dining, which is yeah another kind of mm. industry, like or you know private chefs mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like it has that vibe. Oh man, like, it was like such a special. vibe. It was such a vibe. Like yeah. when me and Ryder look back, we're like, wow, that was so cool. You so did cool. So cool. It's so meaningful. It was so meaningful to both of us and. Yeah. It's just like the people that we met yeah. was so cool. And, you know, Friday nights, um, I was working every Friday yeah. night. Now. <laughs> like I was, I mean, I was used to that from yeah. like hospitality, all my hospitality yeah. jobs anyway. Yeah. But having people come and it was like coming for our thing, like our yeah. brand, our product. Yeah. That and was eating really cool. And yeah. being like, yeah, like it's a totally different experience. Yeah. Right? I remember... Like I didn't know you very well, and um, but I saw I saw these stories from yeah. people, and I was like, oh, cool! Like Julia's, I knew, knew you from Jay, as we already established. <laughs> but yeah, I'd be like, oh wow, she's doing ramen parties! Like this is so cool. Mm. I just remember noticing it and being yeah. like, wow, that's yeah, pretty- it was- I want to try this. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they open up a store, but yeah. yeah. Well, Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty crazy. And I think like that was when Instagram, I mean, Insta stories were like super in. Yeah. So everyone who came would like yeah. tag us and video us. Yeah. And then it became like, you know, our friends and then the circles like getting a little bit bigger. And then eventually yeah. we had some like people who we didn't know come. That's so cool. And yeah, it was just crazy. And, we and did it's just a very unique concept as well in itself. Yeah, I don't, that's, the cool part i think yeah. like i don't know if anyone else has thrown ramen parties for yeah. that long <laughs> yeah it's crazy it's really crazy yeah so we were like 
going to open up a ramen shop actually yeah. we we're like okay, let's open up a ramen yeah. shop we created a brand we got a name we got a yeah. recipe we got customers yeah all we need is a location location yeah and save up a little bit more money yeah we found a location and then mm-hmm. we were like okay let's do this mm-hmm. and then i was like actually i don't want to do this anymore <laughs> yeah i just had like this sort of epiphany like i think it was really when we got the contract mm-hmm and we were looking at the reading lease. the fine lines. Oh my god, there's something about looking at the contract. Any contract, freaks dude. Me if out. you sign your name on something, you know you 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 own you are responsible for that, right? Exactly. Like, it's scary. It's so scary. Yeah. And this was a five year lease. Yeah. And I, my mom kept saying, like, "Are you sure you want to do the five yeah. year lease?" It's yeah. like, you know. Yeah. And I know with like she, <laughs> like you're getting this choked. I mean, not choked, but well, like yeah. It's a like, commitment. It's a huge yeah. commitment. And yeah. I was like thinking, actually, do I really want to do this? This why is like crazy. Why does it have crazy. to be so long? Like, why does it have to this be This one was years? long and that really That's scared crazy. me. And I was like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. I was like, I had a lot of anxiety. I think that yeah. was like, okay, that w- I've, I am someone who gets anxiety. Yeah. It probably wasn't like the worst time of my worst anxiety experience but it was yeah. one of it was pretty bad yeah. and i just couldn't i don't even know oh I, I don't even know what it was like that made me so anxious but i knew that this wasn't right for me yeah, and the safety like the security yeah. it was just it, you just too scary and it was crazy because it's like i've been going head yeah, strong that's all like you were looking for yeah for this whole thing and then suddenly i'm like this, this doesn't feel right. This isn't right. There's yeah. this big part that I didn't think about, which is the risk. Yeah. Risk is great, guys. But yeah, take take risks if you can allow for it. Yeah. Like there's a line, like there's a level of risk that exactly. everyone is happy or comfortable to take. Exactly. Right? But maybe you didn't realize that risk was bigger than you thought. Yeah. I, yeah. That was when I really understood that risk has different levels different levels and i was like shit this is high risk because of my situation yeah and also this contract yeah and also yeah i'm just i can't i just can't do it and so i broke the news to raido and i was like hey so you know that like vibey dream that we had like i'm not doing it anymore (laughs) that's it like at the time where you guys just like so upset or I was like, oh my like in my own thing, so I couldn't yeah. even like, I didn't even understand like how bad it was for Raido. Yeah, but it's like it crushed. was so bad for him because yeah. it was literally his dream as well. Your as dream, well, both like of our both dreams, of your dreams, yeah, just gone. Yeah, and yeah, it was pretty bad. I mean, we didn't fight or anything. Yeah, Raido yeah. is so gentle and gracious. Yeah. He was just like, you guys are a strong couple. <laughs> I don't know about that, but <laughs> wow! But like, it, it's it's hard, right? Yeah. And then to to go from not doing that, like having this dream, and then to like not doing that, and then what did you do next? Like, how yeah. do you figure out? Because is this the time where you had a break and you were like yeah. trying to figure it out? Yeah. So I quit my job, and I was like, okay, well, I was working at a cafe at the time. I was like, okay, I'm gonna do this ramen now. See you later. I'm gonna quit. Yeah. I quit and then we were like getting ready to do the cafe because we yeah. found the spot and everything. And then I was like, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. So mm-hmm. I was already out of work for a few months, decided yeah. not to do it. Yeah. And then that's when I had my like 
quarter, quarter life crisis. crisis. <laughs> a little bit later though than you. Still, still quarter life. Yeah. Maybe you have a longer life. But <laughs> I was different to you in the sense that I had a long period of un- unemployment mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and lots of journaling and mm-hmm. reflecting and mm-hmm. asking questions. Yeah. And it was pretty, like looking back, oh, it was so needed because I think yeah. that's when I got real clarity on who, like what kind of person yeah. I am, yeah. what is important to me, what are mm-hmm. my values and yeah. what I enjoy doing and stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah, like it was really hard though mm-hmm. being unemployed. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's unemployed or has been unemployed or maybe, you know, mm-hmm. in this pandemic, I feel like. Yeah, a lot of people have like lost yeah, their jobs. Yeah, exactly. If you're going through it, like yeah. just remember it's not forever. Yeah. It can get better and use this time wisely to. Just work on you. Work on yeah. you. And it's you're meant to be in that place right now. Yeah for your own reason like for its own reasons and when you out of it yeah you'll you'll realize like it was so needed yeah and it's kind of like you're getting through something else but something i wanted to touch on was like what's interesting is before that you were just like go 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 working like almost seven days six seven days all the time like i think that's really different me and you is very different because like maybe you actually didn't have the time to even think about what you wanted aside from that dream. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. you would go, go, go. Like it sounded like you really needed that time yeah. to just reset, like completely yeah. reset. Yeah. Cause I was working yeah. so much. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. needed exactly. it so badly. Yeah. 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 Totally. And I think when I was unemployed, everything became quiet. Yeah. Like as in, you're not working. Mm-hmm. It's just you and yourself and your thoughts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's when I picked up yoga. Yeah. I just went to this random yoga class and this is the yoga class I want to take you to. Oh, yeah. But Please. he was like, <laughs> his name's Aram. Yeah. He, he, the yoga class was exactly what I needed in my life. And it really just helped me like become m- maybe a little bit spiritual as well. Mm-hmm. And also like more... I don't know. I, I can't really explain it, but I, that's when I really realized I want to be grounded mm. and focus more on the things that really matter. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. Like rather than just keep chasing things, it's like, yeah. actually, let's, what, what is really important right now? Mm. So that's what that unemployment, time of unemployment was. I was like sewing, picking up sewing, watercolor, that's lots good. of journaling and yeah. And, I didn't meet a lot of people as well, mm-hmm. which is very unlike me because I'm an extrovert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I thought, I remember like, because um, that journal that I, you know, wrote in, I still look back at it mm-hmm. and it's like there's a lot of stuff in there and mm-hmm. one thing that I remember is like I did a like a split the page in half yeah. and I thought, okay, if I do a cafe – what are the pros and cons? Mm-hmm. What about like if I went for a career, what are the mm-hmm. pros and cons? And it just made more sense for me to go for the career. Yeah. And I think I just thought actually digital marketing, that's something that I've always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I had a friend, Ria, who yeah. was doing digital marketing and she was sort of teaching me a little bit on the side. And I remember I just thought what she was doing was really cool. Mm-hmm. And I thought the idea because I'm, I'm someone who had to physically put my body out there to make money. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. um before, I thought that before. Was before i thought that was how you make money mm-hmm. but seeing like someone just on their laptops making tap, tap, like tap. make money that was like what? what how can you do that like you yeah. don't you can make money from people at like home from your in, bed yeah so many people do that yeah pretty much every office job is like that yeah but yeah but digital marketing as well and then the growth of like remote working and yeah yeah and i was like this is what i want to do i don't want to be yeah. tied down by location mm-hmm. i want to be able to even with businesses as well i knew that if i could get into digital marketing i could start businesses online which is what i was always passionate about Mm -hmm. but without that huge capital yeah yeah that i needed to start my own restaurant or cafe so that was super exciting i was like okay this is like really cool yeah i want to do this and i already had some experience like dabbling in digital marketing using like doing instagram accounts Mm -hmm. and making websites and stuff like that so i was like okay well let's look for some jobs so i i got a job at um i think i was applying for all these jobs and (laughs) i didn't get a job okay (laughs) i think i need to make that clear it wasn't easy i went for some interviews Mm -hmm. got turned down yeah but in the end what i realized was i was putting using the wrong keyword Mm. to look up or jobs yeah so in the end when i started using like putting junior into my role so anyone yeah. who's transitioning yeah like make sure you're using the right keyword That's because good tip. yeah the word junior that i know it sounds a little bit like oh i'm a junior like yeah. i'm a like I'm yeah a, but you know you're but, tra- changing careers like even my first career in digital yeah. marketing was coordinator yeah or assistant or something yeah so you're yeah. right yeah that's it, a good tip it just helps a lot yeah um even like you know marketing assistant you needed yeah. like one to two years experience really well at least the ones that i was looking at so i feel like you were really lucky but you had <sighs> a lot of internships you, yeah but like okay there's two things it's like it's good to look for junior but also like assistant is also junior yeah i think and, i was and different though. and um different like uh it's just like this depends big, on the company it depends on the yeah, company yeah. and it's like this big frustration that it's like oh okay you you want this junior role but you want someone with five years experience like, oh yeah hello yeah what are you talking about but yeah, yeah anyways <laughs> tangent no no i totally but, but, you i know, was it's there like, it's also like okay we should have enough confidence to like apply for the jobs we don't think we quite tick all the boxes but we should just try anyway I, that's my yeah my thought as well yeah yeah but yeah that definitely would help yeah it did yeah. help and that help yeah that really really helped and yeah i got this like june i applied for this junior role i did this mm-hmm. task at this agency yeah they turned me down yeah and then they put up another job and then i reapplied i was like actually yeah. i'm interested do you remember me you turned me down but i'm interested in this other role oh i love that you i love that you didn't like just not think about it i love that you i think that's a really good i think i'll sign of your <laughs> attitude like, i think i was desperate i was desperate my bank seriously my bank account yeah was really low yeah like that's scary too it was really low like i don't even know if i'm allowed to say it but it was really really low like like if i was unemployed for another like month i was like gonna have nothing yeah yeah so and you had to pay rent yeah yeah, exactly and i didn't want to do that yeah yeah so I was like really, I was getting really desperate. Yeah, I was, because yeah. I, I had some like cards that I was saving up yeah, and yeah. one of them was like going back to my old media job that I had that I didn't yeah. mention in this episode, yeah, maybe yeah. later. Yeah. Um, 
I was like, maybe I could go back to that other job. Yeah. Um, so I did have some backup plans, but I was like, actually, I want to try this meet, um, mm-hmm. marketing role, digital yeah. marketing role. So I applied there and then, yeah. And then I got the job and so I was really, did. I was really anxious then as well. Yeah. I was really, really anxious. I think it was like the insecurity of not having a job. I for was so like, long. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I've been out of work for, you know. I better do good. Like, yeah. 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 I was like, are they going to tell that oh, I am like. Because yeah. I'm like, it's when hard. I'm confident, I can be confident. But when I'm not confident, I'm really not confident yeah, yeah. as well. And I was not in a good place yeah, then. Yeah. But it's they really hired hard. me. They hired me. Yeah. Like, th- there were three of them, the bosses. And they yeah. were asking me about ramen party. And then I, they kept asking me about ramen party. I was like, in, in the interview, I was yeah. like, are you guys like, in, like is this <laughs> an interview <laughs> or is, are you guys trying to invest in me, in yeah. my business? I think that's what's awesome about interviews is that when they're more of a conversation mm. and they're interested in you as a person, yeah. not just like you're on paper, like, yeah. you know. Yeah, um, totally. And I just, I think it's really important to appreciate that you're sharing more about this struggle like the hard time when you're unemployed in this re-recording because (laughs) you didn't really go deeper before and Mm. I feel like a lot of people will find this really like vulnerable but also really helpful because it's not easy to share like the tough times yeah and I think it's really like nice that you are and oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> no, Thank but it's really important mm. because like you know, I have friends who have been made redundant or mm. other friends who are transitioning into different careers or whatever and you know, it can take 6 months to a year to a year and a half like of not knowing and that that's scary, yeah. right? Yeah. I think it was so frustrating for me because I was so good at my job before yeah, and I knew that I thought outside the box and I had some leadership, leadership skills from, you know, um, managing 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 like like high school kids. So many cafes. Yeah. So I felt really frustrated. I'm like, is this what it comes down to? I got to start from scratch again. Yeah. And it was really, really tough. And Mm -hmm. how old was I? Like 29. Yeah. Um, yeah, That's and pretty- the fear of being like, oh, I'm almost 30. What have I done? You know, like, yeah. I hate that as well. Yeah. We're, we're after 30 now, but like, yeah. it's just, it's that um, that expectation we put on ourselves. Like, oh, this is what we should have had at this age or, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but everyone is so different and mm-hmm. everyone's journey yeah. is their own. Right? Yeah. yeah. I thought I would be like a cafe owner, yeah. have my own business yeah. and be really cool <laughs> and stuff like that. You but, are really cool. Uh, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but here I was like starting a whole new career from scratch yeah. and yeah, I don't know. And also feeling really pathetic as well. Like I felt so, because I was so anxious. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh my God, are they going to, yeah. I just, yeah. it wasn't really good for me yeah. at that time. But I got the but job. you got past it. I and got you the worked job. there for like a couple years. I was there for two and a half years. Yeah, I still talk to my bosses now and I always say thank you for hiring me. I'm always oh. grateful just because I was such a crappy time in my life. Yeah. Uh, yeah but yeah I was there for two and a half years and then I recently yeah. got a new job and I'm just really grateful to have a job now yeah just yeah. from all those experiences like I know how hard it is to start a business yeah I know how hard it is to change careers yeah and 
and yeah it's not I think if you if you've built a lot of skills like in your 20s it's you know you have leverage and you can like switch jobs and all this stuff but when you're starting something new it's harder because like you don't have that leverage and yeah it can be really really hard yeah yeah and it can be scarier when you think like sometimes when you change careers like you think your past experience doesn't help but actually that past experience is what makes you special or you know still still helps you in your next role even though you don't know it Mm. and even though at the time I'm like oh I only have a fashion background like how am I going to apply this to marketing or whatever but it's still helpful like you still have an eye for campaigns or how how things look like you still can communicate with designers well like Mm. yeah there's still things that you take yeah from the other jobs for sure I think that's there are always transferable skills yeah. and you just have to be able to know your strengths and yeah. recognize those. That's sometimes yeah. really hard when, yeah. you know, you're <laughs> unemployed or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But it's really important to yeah. know what you're good at, I think, yeah. and yeah, what you enjoy, what comes yeah. easy for you and, yeah, and don't yeah. give up. Don't give up. Believe in yourself and... Yeah, just keep going, keep trying. Um, surround yourself with like people who lift you up. Oh, 100%. Um, that's you know, so important. Don't be scared to reach out to people. If you have questions for us, if you're trying to get into marketing yeah. or digital marketing, feel free to reach out to us. Yeah. If we can happy. be of any help, <laughs> yeah. um, we'd be happy to help. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's it's surprising when you reach out to people and they're happy to help. Or yeah they have some kind of thing to share and yeah totally. once you get your foot in the door it's like it's like that's you know then it's the next thing and it's the next thing and um yeah so don't give up yeah keep trying <laughs> if, I, I guess to What's something yeah to close up i think maybe like i don't know i think there's a lot of people who are on the fence about transitioning or maybe doing something different and we've yeah. done it yeah so do you have any advice for anyone like who is thinking about transitioning yeah. or they're in the transitional mm. phase? Yeah, I think definitely um, if you're feeling stuck, but, you know, it's it's kind of like a little catalyst to yourself that it's like ding, 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 like, oh, okay, maybe I should look into something. Or if you feel like you want to change, like that's, you telling yourself you need to do something right and then to take action on that like whether it be researching doing a short course there's so many little online courses now there's so many youtubers that talk about their transition experiences or friends you might know like yeah just stalk people (laughs) or you know there's linkedin and um just yeah have a feel for it and there's so many ways to just touch on it yeah or even do a side little project like Like you did with like start like like this or start the a website or instagram or something that you want to explore just try a mini version of it and see if you like it um another thing i would say is don't be so hard on yourself like as long as you're learning you're growing you're working on yourself like things will happen eventually even though it feels like you know you don't know what you're doing or you feel lost or you feel like 
you're not as successful as some people or something just focus on yourself like like we said like zoom out like life is you know if you have food to eat like it's gonna be okay just keep working hard and things will come like things you did years ago it's still you know just keep putting out the best thing you can and yeah believe in like trust in what will happen yeah how about you um yeah oh i love that like everything that you said i totally <laughs> agreed with the mini versions of yeah. like what you want to do 100 percent agree with that yeah you don't have to make this huge transition like mm-hmm. you know quit tomorrow don't yeah. do that just le- just lean into the things that you're interested in mm-hmm. whether it's like picking up a book about it or mm-hmm. um if you're interested if you know maybe you really realize from this podcast episode that you want to be a fashion designer now <laughs> like you want to cut out patterns then yeah go out and buy some material yeah. or not even if you don't have money to buy the material yeah just, just redo your own clothes yeah. like cut up some stuff resell it exactly yeah. you don't, don't have a sewing machine that's yeah. fine hand sew it like yeah, yeah. there are ways to make it happen yeah just do it i guess <laughs> just do it just do it just keep doing it and something will happen <laughs> yeah exactly i really believe in that because yeah. you doing something is like it's you're putting an you're putting some that energy out into yeah. the universe saying like this is sort of what i want to do yeah and you might not make sense to you now but mm. later on it would yeah. come back like yeah. it will make sense to yeah. you later yeah i think the thing that i really wanted to say though is that i think don't think about age so much yeah like i know we said we're 29 and we were like oh we're not sure yeah. but like uh, yeah we're still young 29 still young 30 something still young 40 something still young 50 something yeah. still young yeah like don't it's feel never too late yeah like it's too late like so you'd true. rather so even us right we're changed we've changed our career path yeah like five years past we might change again we could i might change a few more times probably will i don't know we will but yeah that's that's like there is no normal like don't think that there's a normal yeah and don't feel like you got to do something because you have to do it yeah really think about what makes you happy like what yeah yeah i think that's really really important and just don't be too afraid there's ways to get there Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. love it love it love it love it well <laughs> i think we can wrap up yeah we talked about a lot of things i do what did i was that a bit too deep i feel like no it wasn't too mean? like like your voice depressing or? no <laughs> <laughs> no i think it's very real and i hope you know yeah feel free like let us know what you thought about this episode um anything you can share from your past experiences or um any you know words of encouragement or stories yeah. feel free to like share it with us or email us mm-hmm. if you don't want to you know post it or whatever but yeah we yeah. love any comment or message <laughs> it DM, makes us so email. happy like every single that's comment what, we're like whoa that's what we yeah. we do this for right <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're yeah connecting we, with you guys we is want like to create this really, community really cool. so please share yeah any stories that you have with us in the yeah. comment section yeah. down below follow us at asian suit podcast instagram tiktok um spotify website coming out soon Apple podcast google podcast yeah thank you so much for listening thank you so much for listening and we will see you in the next one bye